Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. My guest today is the Lebanese-born, Paris-based trumpeter Ibrahim Malouf. Now, you've probably never heard a trumpeter like Ibrahim. He plays an instrument that has been adapted so that he can play not only Western music, but Arab classical music as well. He's also played jazz and classical music. He's worked with rappers, with Afropop stars like Angelique Kijo. And on his new record called Capacity to Love, he's opened new musical doors. And we are going to walk through some of those doors in the studio this afternoon. Here with his band and a song called Feeling Good is trumpeter and composer Ibrahim Malouf. Because I'm feeling good, yeah. When it comes to me, know that I got time Cause I'm feeling good, yeah If you're feeling good, put them up like One, two, three, what? I woke up feeling good, feeling great, cause can't nobody stop me. Told my enemies, unprotected, come and try to pop me. I salsa dance on negativity, and they call me poppy. Dripping sauce everywhere that I walk, who is getting sloppy. You know what's crazy? Got wings, ain't never needed my feet. On top of a mountain, with it still ain't close to my peak. W's out the W's, only thing I repeat. You wanted me to go lose, I know you trying to defeat, but you can't. You want to infiltrate, well it might just take you a tank. Got blessings falling into my account, we break a bank. Been moving up through rank, I got my freedom broke the chain that you can't hit no clank ha! cause I'm dripping ragu and excellence offering it's benevolent revelant I got reverence damn it look at the evidence evidently I'm wrecking it made a list and was checking it all of my bars burning like hell baby I'm heaven sent Woo! I had to stop and take a breather now I'm back foot on your neck call me sergeant leader I'm an overachiever made them all a believer bottom feeders attach themselves to me like an amoeba Woo! not here to tell you what's wrong and what's right I just wanted you to believe and love yourself in spite so listen up if you want to be something in life, you gotta turn on the light, suit up and put up a fight, cause I'm feeling good, when it comes to me, know that I got time, cause I'm feeling good, yeah, if you're feeling good, put them up like one, two, three, yo! Thank you. 
I heard that little, yeah, there at the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is Feels a musician good. who is feeling pretty good. <laughs> Ibrahim Malouf and his uh, band featuring Dear Silas rapping, <laughs> a rapping trumpeter as well. So he had two yeah. trumpets by the end there uh-huh. uh, with uh, Mihai Pirvan on saxophone and uh, Francois Delport playing the guitar. And uh, Ibrahim, um, this album, Capacity to Love, Dear Silas is not the only rapper on. You've got Eric the Architect from Flatbush Zombies. You've got the legendary group De La Soul, uh, Tank and the Bongas, you know, the, the New Orleans band, you've, you know, the, the jazz singer Gregory Porter. What, was, what ties this album together for you? Well, I think that I really wanted to have an album that reflects exactly the philosophy that I'm living in since a few years, which is all kinds of musics, all colors of this world melted into one culture, one unique culture, since the times we're living in are segregating each of us, you know, putting us in boxes, telling us we're different. I really needed for this 17th album to have an album that reflects the exact contrary uh, of, of what I'm seeing every day on TV and mm. listening on, you know, reading in newspapers. It's funny because uh, you mentioned the 17 previous albums, or the the 16 previous albums. There was already a a huge variety of music there. The the album with Angelique Kijo, an album dedicated to Umm Kulthum, the great Egyptian pop star of the mid-20th century. You know, albums that are jazzier and and albums that skew closer to Arab music. Yeah, and some pop and some different styles. Yeah, so... Why? <laughs> Actually, I wanted to even go further back. Then. What, was, what was the music that you grew up with? Um, you know, I, I guess that this is why. I mean, because I grew up in a, in a family where we used to listen to all kinds of music and we had, my parents really paid respect to all kinds of music, even though they were classical musicians, both of them. Right. And my father was specialized in classical Arab music, even though he was a student of Maurice André, who was a... One of the great, great trumpeters s- of the 20th century. Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. So so we, we had this, um, you know, we, we used to really... Um, we grew up. I say we because my sister is exactly like me. We grew up in a in a in a in a house where we really could listen to Bach and Um Kulthum and Michael Jackson and De La Soul and uh, pop thi- pop singers and Greek music and uh, Gypsy music and Yiddish music and Arabic music and uh, sacred music also mm-hmm. a lot and all kinds of sacred music. You know, we were really, really very open at home. So I guess this is the music I was listening to. Well, it makes a lot of sense then that that's the music you would be making, mm-hmm. you know, as a professional musician. 
interesting thing about feeling good is the the opening theme, especially when when you and Mihai are playing in unison, almost has a Balkan kind of mm-hmm. flavor to it. Well, actually, you know, uh, uh, Mihai is uh, from Romania. He's a, he's a gypsy man. He's a he's a, he's a, a Roma, a Roman, yeah, yeah. a Roma uh, guy, and he he's a genius on saxophone and and have been playing with uh, with uh, Mihai for some years now, and um, definitely. You know, the nomad music uh, is something that moves me a lot. The, the music of people who travel, mm-hmm. you know, this is something I really feel close to, culturally speaking, even though I'm not a nomad, actually. You know, I, I grew up in a house mm-hmm. and, I, and, I, <laughs> and I was raised in, in, a, in families where houses are very important because this is where you share f- food with your families. And, you know, but the, the spirit of my music and since I, I've been touring for the age of eight, since the age of eight now, so I've been touring for over than 30 years. Um, it feels uh, my spirit is the spirit of a nomad, mm. and I and I love including this in my music, and that's also why Mihai is with us now. So, uh, with with this new record, capacity to love, uh, I mentioned some of the many musicians who are coming and going on the record. It's not just other musicians. There's there are kind of excerpts from film or or people from film. Mm-hmm. So, what what's going on there? The the Charlie Chaplin that begins the record. Sharon Stone specifically wrote something for you mm-hmm. for the end of the record. What was the idea of bookending the album like that? Um, in a certain way, well, first, first of all, I, I'm a cinema guy. I, I love cinema. I've been composing more than um, more than twenty movie soundtracks, and I love working with the cinema world. And I, I think that you know, movies make us dream of a better world. Mm. You know, by showing us the worst and the best of what we can do, of what a human being could be, you know. So I was thinking that what what cinema offers us as dreamers, what what, what we can dream about, you know. And 80 years ago, Charlie Chaplin did this movie, The Dictator. Yep. And and when you look at the world right now, uh, it's it's very easy to compare the worlds and and and, and consider that, that nothing has changed really. For me, it was important to enter through cinema, and his his speech at the end of the dictator was so powerful. It's so powerful for me, and still so actual. And I really wanted it to be. I, w- I wanted my album to close with something similar, but said by by someone who lives now and someone who's important in the m- music and in the m- movie world. You know, some kind of um, answer. Uh, of what Chaplin wrote, you know, right, right. and for me, Sharon Stone is one of the greatest actresses uh, in in the in Hollywood, and she has a, a, a powerful voice when she raises it. She says truths that someone people don't like to hear, you know. <laughs> and I like I like her personality. I like the fact that she says things out loud and assume 
some things that m- most people think but wouldn't say or wouldn't do. I like this kind of personalities, you know. Yeah. Uh, a little bit rebel, you say? Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, so I asked her. Well, you made a record with Angelique Kijo, so you know people who are like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people Absolutely. have huge personalities. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I, I really love strong personalities. And you know, Um Kulsum, you talked about Kum- yes. Um Kulsum pers- uh, um, previously uh, at the beginning of the interview, mentioning that I worked on her music. Um Kulsum was a, a real feminist in, an, in, a, in a very... Uh, um, pa- patriarchal uh, yes. uh, world. Yes. She was a feminist, and you know she was so independent. And she chose her her husband, and she was the only one who who she div- decided to divorce him. And she was such a strong personality. So uh, yeah, I really admire those strong <laughs> powers. And and, and of course, uh, when she began her career very early on, it, you know she couldn't reveal that. She that was, was a, a man. Yeah, I, that, that, I mean, that was a woman singing. I had to perform as a man. Yeah, her yeah. her father used to hide her and show her as a as a little boy because she didn't have the right to sing since she was yeah. a girl. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, but she changed the. the she the, changed that culture. They shut that country down for three days when she died. Yeah, I it mean, was I like mean, when she, Queen Elizabeth passed away. The whole nation was mourning. <laughs> yeah, and and, and that, you know what is very interesting with Um Kulthum uh, is that she um, made all Arabs agree. On something, on something, yes. Uh, 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 whether you're Muslim, Christian, or a Jewish Arabic, you you love Um Kulthum. Yep. You, you know. Yep. So this is something really unique in in the Arab world, and in the world maybe. maybe yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I really, really have so much respect for those kind of powerful voices. So Sharon was uh, for me in Hollywood, some very powerful voice, mm-hmm. and it was important for me that she concludes this dream mm-hmm. by uh, putting her voice on this text that she wrote that is actually somehow uh, the same kind of text that Charlie Chaplin wrote but with 80 years uh, after uh, 80 years later right. so with different words different vocabulary maybe you different know point some of view. other differences yeah one wonders what will be your complete undoing Is it that you don't remember what it is or for whom you're working? We were considered the free world. Where are we going? Freedom's a gift, a treasure, a decency, not a coin you can spend on graft, deceit, and not repeat annoying phrases to brainwash unassuming children, going from channel to channel, watching people dying, buoying their spirits with convenient captures of coy, reticent terrorists, fallen villains in front of jillions of sad patriots who need more. Oh, please tell him, patriots, we want leadership. With dignity, reverence for life, memories provide possibilities for more than death and strife. Roosevelt, Kennedy, and King loved us too when unrest was rife. They were brave and true and wrote it with their life. Give us something real, a dream, not just for you. Um, we're speaking with Ibrahim Malouf about, uh, well, currently the new record called Capacity to Love, which has set Ibrahim out on his biggest North American tour to date. Sold out show September 30th at Le Poisson Rouge here in New York, but many other dates around the country as well. Um... The next song, you're going to go back a few years for mm-hmm. this one, True Sorry. This is getting close to 10 years old now. Um, this is just you and Francois? Yeah, absolutely. Francois, is a, Francois Delporte is a guitarist I um, have played with for like 12 years now, 11 or 12 years. He's, he's like my brother on stage. Mm-hmm. And we've been uh, playing this uh, song for almost 10 years, yeah. All right, let's hear a live performance in the studio of True Sorry.
Well, that was just lovely. Ibrahim Malouf, the song called True Sorry, originally from the 2013 album 
called Illusions with uh, Francois Delport accompanying on the guitar. Let me ask you about the trumpet. Um, it, you know, it's an instrument that we think of as a military instrument, an orchestral instrument. It has this beautiful kind of clarion, like bell-like sound. There's something about a trumpet played softly, and especially in the middle of, of True Sorry, when you were doing that very soft passage. It's almost like a different instrument at that point. Is it, is it hard to play the trumpet softly? Softly? <laughs> I, I, I think it's um, more difficult to play it very softly than very loud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the technique that you need to play very, very, very soft on trumpet needs a lot of practice and some yeah, specific way to blow and your lips have to be really very, um, how do you say, flexible, mm. but powerful in the same time. Because if you need to play loud, you shouldn't be too weak also. It has to be, you know, strong lips. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got a little of both in, in that piece. Um, so I mentioned in introducing you that, you know, you, you play this trumpet that allows you to access both Western and Arab music. Was this your father's um, sort of adaptation of the instrument? Yes, um, but I always um, like to be 100% transparent on this. It's, he invented this trumpet in the late 60s. But in the same time, and this is a, a huge mystery for me, and for many people who love <laughs> trumpets, the thing is that in the same year, actually, my father came from a little village in, in Lebanon, and he, he wasn't really very educated. He didn't go to school. And um, he really wanted to play trumpet. It was his big thing, big dream. So he left his village in Lebanon to, to, to go to France. And um, he really wanted to study with Maurice André, mm -hmm. uh, to whom we talked about him before. So... Uh, once he was in France, so in 1965, 64, 65, the first thing he was thinking about was being able to play classical music and Arab music. And it's very easy, actually, to, you know, to, to think about how a trumpet works. It's very easy, just valves. You right. push on a valve and you change the note. So he just thought, why wouldn't I just add another valve that allows me to lower a quarter tone you know, that allows him to play the makams, the Arabic makams. And the same time in Los Angeles, in another, and there was no internet, right? Yeah, so right. The, the, it was a different world. So he didn't know about that. The, a, a, an amazing trumpet player that I actually love, Don Ellis, invented oh, yeah. exactly the same trumpet. Mm. So this is a huge mystery for me because they really invented it in the same time, even though they knew nothing about each other. You know, and there, it was like total different worlds. One was in Lebanon and France. The other right. one was in Los Angeles, in India. And, and they invented it in the same time. And, and they were going for different things. I mean, Don Ellis was, as, as you say, so you know, jazz he, and Indian it, it, influences. He wanted that raga thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was also doing some film music. So yeah. maybe he wanted that kind of, you know, because like if you're doing a, a, a a scary scene, you know, quarter tones can be very unsettling. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas your dad, I, it's interesting. I mean, I, I don't want to turn this into an interview of your dad through you, but you I, could, I you just, could. I wonder what it was for an uneducated kid in a small town in Lebanon. How the, the trumpet, how did that happen? Um, you, you know, in Lebanon for many years was a French mandate. Right. So uh, Lebanon was living under French authorities and... Um, they used to bring uh, th these fanfares, 
that we had there was a lot of fanfires in France every like in every little corner in every little village you had like brass ensembles playing for the French Republic uh-huh right so they brought this to Lebanon for like 40 50 years in um um how do you say like uh, uh, inseminating french culture into the yes. lebanese world arab world you know and bringing them lots of elements from french cultures and um, among those elements there was those french fanfares so it was really a very fashion thing to play in fanfares in the beginning of the 20th century mm. and after some time people didn't play anymore and there were brass instruments in the schools packed and nobody used to play them and my father who didn't go to school used to know that there were instruments in the schools and one day he when he was like 20 21 and he was really frustrated not to have been at school and not to have any school education you know he went to a school and he opened the door and he opened the 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 um, the how do you say the, the, the storage the rooms yeah closet, the storage yeah. rooms and he saw these instruments and he took one he stole it actually from the school <laughs> and he went home and he started playing on it and he didn't know what it was but he just loved it ah. and this is how the story started but they weren't playing fanfares by then anymore so it was already old fashioned it was already something like yeah. old people do you yeah, know right <laughs> yeah. wow okay yeah. um so now for you having access to quarter tones what does that do for you with all the other types of music that you play that are not Arab classical music? Um, you know, in, in, in um, music, in all musics of the world, there are quartertones. The only music that don't include quartertone is classical music since Bach right. until the end of 19th century. But that's the only music where there's no quartertone. In all music, even in jazz or in blues or in, in uh, Negro spiritual music, in, in Indian music, Asian music, uh, East European music, uh, Gypsy music, there's quartertones everywhere. Right. Well, the blue note, that flatted third Absolutely. of the blues. It's, it comes yeah. from Africa. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. an African uh, quartertone. So um, one of the other things that we find in music around the world is the instruments attempting to sound like human voices. Mm. And when you have access to those quarter tones, I guess it makes it easier it to, yeah, it helps, helps the instruments sing a bit more. Yes, I, I love, like there are instruments like duduk that I really love. The Armenian reed the Armenian, instrument. Yeah. yeah, I love cellos uh, when, you know, they try to sound like uh, breathing. Yeah. You know, I like, I, but well, I think the most beautiful instrument is human voice but (laughs) you know and I didn't I didn't like trumpet so much when I was young I used to play trumpet because my father was teaching me and the only moments he was really nice with me is when he was teaching me trumpet so (laughs) I was you know Mm -hmm. close to him because he was like telling me like nice things you know and um, besides this it was a very strict father so you know, playing with him, learning trumpet from him was was also a human uh, moment for me as a child to be close to my father. But I didn't like trumpet so much because he used to play it very loud and <laughs> high notes and loud, and I, and I didn't like this. But then, you know, when I like woke up at 17, 18 years old with an instrument that I really knew how to play, you know, he really prepared me for the international competitions uh-huh. and for the conservatoires and all this. He prepared me for this. Um, it felt to me that, okay, I'm, I know how to play trumpet, but is it something I really want to do? And then I really switched uh, 180 degrees on another path, I would say, than my father. And I decided to play trumpet, but totally differently. And I 
I try to seek for a sound that reflects exactly who exactly what I am, who I am. Mm -hmm. And since I was a very shy guy, <laughs> so I I had to have a sound that is um, softer, I guess. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Well, this might be the right time to bring Mihai back into the uh, proceedings. You want to do a trio piece next? Yeah, it's a, it's another track of this uh, new album, Capacity to Love. It's called Right Time. Uh, on the on the album, we have a featuring of uh, Eric the Architect, mm -hmm. the Flatbush Zombies uh, rapper. Right. But in this version we're going to do now, it's totally acoustic, and, and Mihai is going to be uh, doing a solo, and you're going to hear how crazy this guy is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, under, under pressure. pressure yes. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, it's another live performance from uh, Ibrahim Malouf and his band. Thank you. 
That is called Right Time, and it's from the new record, Capacity to Love, by Ibrahim Malouf. Slightly different arrangement, obviously, here than in the, the st- Than the album one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, so it must have been a fun record to put together, though, with all of these different guests representing so many different, different musical sounds. Um, well, well, I just want to say just a quick word that I'm so happy that Dear Silas was with us in this program because uh, um, since the album is really made of collaborations, mm-hmm. uh, I, I wouldn't have imagined to do this program with you, the, the, this program, this radio program, without having him and having at least a little glimpse of what the album is with those collaborations, right, you know. Right. Uh, so I, I've um, worked for the first time in my life, like uh, for the 16 previous albums, I've been always producing everything myself. I love composing, arranging, orchestrating, everything I do. But then I felt that for this one, I really have to dare um, moving a little bit from my comfort zone, mm. you know, going somewhere else. And I didn't want to do it in an amateur way. I, I really wanted to have like strong people around me who know how to do this. And I have a big experience of music, but then I noticed that the people who know how to do this are the youngest generation. So I decided to work with two other um, great, amazing artists who are very young, like they're still in their 20s. Uh, and both of them are drummers and both of them are genius in producing. Um, Henry Was, who's actually from Los Angeles and um, a guy from France, his, he, his nickname is Newton. <laughs> Newton, N-U-T-O-N-E. And um, both of them are like geniuses. And, and, and they, when I make them meet in a studio, it was like um, fireworks, you know. <laughs> and we started working, the three of us in the studio, producing things, exchanging, um, you know. And they brought something crazy to my sound and to my music. And then we started talking about with who we want to collaborate. And then started to, you know, uh, appear some names. We thought about Dear Silas, we had uh, De La Soul in our minds, we had uh, Eric the Architect, we had uh, uh, D Smoke, the rapper D Smoke, but we also had like people like J.P. Cooper, who's a pop a British singer. Mm. Uh, we had in my Greg Reporter, the, the, the jazz artist, um, and, and many other artists, you know, like very confirmed and that people know. And some of them are like discoveries that nobody knows yet and that we really want them to include to be included to this album because they really deserve to be known, you know. So it was a, like a big mix of all this together. Well, the, uh, the tour, the North American tour, brings you back here to New York on the 30th sold-out show at Le Poisson Rouge. Ibrahim, I've been playing your records for a very long time. Um, it's really great to finally meet you, to have you in the, the band here in the studio. Thank Congratulations so on the new record. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks to our technical director, Irene Trudell, and producer, Karen Havlick, I'm John Schaefer. Find more of these Soundcheck podcasts at newsounds.org. <laughs>